0: (laughs) Uh, So it works. I am so tired right now. Like, I've got caffeine in me to try to power through this. Okay. I'm proud of you. But I, like, last night I went to bed at, like, 7.15 and slept for 14 hours.
1: What the fuck? (laughs) For context, dear listener, um, both of us fell asleep uh, during podcast. Basically, um, uh, we normally record a 7 on Fridays. Uh, I went to bed right after I got off work at four, and goddamn, if I just didn't really... I just kind of stayed asleep after that point. Uh, Probably scared the shit out of Micah, and after half an hour of waiting, they were like, all right, yeah, I'm going to go take a nap. Did the exact same thing I did, and then we both just slept. Yep. I love that. But if you slept for 14 hours, explain why you're tired.
0: Uh, Because, uh, well... Technically we've <laughs> never done a segment during the cold open but uh oh this week in transit this week in transit oh hell yeah bam, 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 traffic noises uh, but that comes
1: but that's coming my, before the theme song
0: it's coming before the theme song this time
1: okay okay
0: my hormone levels are crazy fucking low
1: oh god
0: yeah like
1: what the fuck
0: my estrogen's at 90.
1: What's it supposed to be, or what was it at before? It's
0: supposed to be, like, two or 300.
1: Good God. What happened? Did yeah. something change?
0: Well, uh, the last time they did my estradiol uh, prescription, they did it for less than they had been before. What? what the fuck? Yeah, just for some reason, whatever reason, they did it for less. And cool. then on top of that, uh, did you know that nicotine blocks estrogen?
1: What the fuck?
0: So no. I'm once again quitting nicotine. Like, really hard this time, quitting nicotine. I haven't oh had it in 24 God. hours.
1: I'm proud of you.
0: I'm dying God here. damn,
1: if that's not a motive, both of us have to quit Nick because of a, uh, trans-related reasons.
0: Pretty much. Shit. But yeah, oh and God. a side effect of having low hormones is being physically exhausted, like, all the fucking time.
1: Great. That's cool. That's fun yeah yikes so see on the flip side uh uh i don't know if i should do we're still in the cold open but i have a parallel story okay yeah we're in it now um okay i also had my follow-up this week where they they uh told me what my levels were looking like i am in i am in cis dude range of testosterone it's great except the provider i was talking to was like Okay, so I see who your provider was last time. Um, I'm going to use fake names. Uh, The provider I had uh, this week, uh, let's call her Anna. She was one I had for my very first appointment. Mm -hmm. She was super sweet. And then let's say that the one I had uh, uh, the time before this one uh, was uh, Kellyanne. No, just Kelly. I'll just do Kelly. That's going to be misleading otherwise. Um, And so Kelly was new to me. I don't know if she was new at large, but it seems like she might have been. Because Anna was like, so they bumped you from 0.24 milligrams to 0.4? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, do you remember why? And I was like, nope. And she's like, was there a problem or anything? I'm like, no, everything was fine. Um, and she's like, yeah, I'll go ahead and bump your dose. And I was really excited. And she goes, okay, because it is not protocol. Like, if you're under 0.3, our protocol is to just bump you to 0.3 and then move up. So she bumped me like way Holy crap! Up to point from point two four to point four when apparently i was only supposed to go up by point six and she's like well we got lucky because your body is handling it really well so i was i was just oh. a, a body just ready for testosterone apparently um so i'm glad i didn't like i don't know die or whatever also remember how i have too much red blood cells or whatever and i have to drink a lot of water that's why yeah, um, it's kind of, It's not actually that big a problem. I am slightly above average, which just means we'll keep an eye on it, but no further changes are actually needed from your lifestyle. So I've been pissing all day long for nothing.
0: Nothing. Well, look on the bright side. Your, your kidneys are nice and cleaned out.
1: Oh, my kidneys are doing absolutely great. Sparkling, shiny, clean new kidneys. Um, but I, I do now have like a 40-ounce water bottle. I'm just using it out of habit at this point.
0: I mean, may as well. Anyway,
1: yeah, Kelly kind of played me a little bit by making me freak out about my red blood cells, um, but she did also hook me up with an excellent dose of testosterone. So I will not begrudge her for this. Thank you, Kelly, for accidentally breaking Planned Parenthood protocol. I love you, and I will never <laughs> snitch on who you are. <laughs> there you go. And I'm, hoping Aunt, and I'm hoping Anna doesn't either, because hey, hell yeah, you know. Yeah. Boop da da dee, boop da da dee, ba. That was the theme song.
0: And on that note... It's Gender Swap. (laughs) Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast by two transgender siblings, uh, one of whom just did an amazing rendition of the theme song uh, through their mouth, (laughs) the other of whom isn't sure how to follow that up and is kind of flabbergasted at the moment. I'm one of your hosts... I'm one of your hosts, my name is Micah My pronouns are they them
1: I'm Stevie and I use he they pronouns And I think I did pretty good I don't know why you're looking at me like that Because whenever I sing along to our theme song Which doesn't have lyrics but I do sing along to our theme song When I listen to our podcast That's exactly how it goes and I'm pretty spot on every time So I don't know why you're looking at me
0: like that That was just unexpected (laughs) I I did not expect it out of nowhere This time
1: It goes really hard You wrote a banger theme song
0: I did. I did indeed. So uh, I guess since we, we've already done this week in transit in the cold open and Damn. gotten that covered, <laughs> I guess the only thing left for us to do really is to just jump right into it. Stevie, yeah. what did you have for breakfast? Breakfast update. 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 Breakfast update
1: had a good breakfast because listen i got three hours of sleep last night because listen i took a nap during podcast time right woke up at like fucking i don't know 10 p.m i woke up somewhere in between there feeling really hazy and then i like fell back asleep for a while and then shallow came and joined me and we dosed some more then we woke up it's like fucking midnight and we're like all right time to make dinner and watch the lulu rich documentary which we did and then we stayed up and we started another documentary um called the way down and it's about like a weight loss religious excuse me it's about like a weight loss religious cult it's a whole thing so okay stayed up until like fucking i don't know 3 a.m <laughs> watching that bad boy and then I wasn't ready for bed until, like, 4 a.m. And then I was like, okay, so I am getting a negligible amount of sleep no matter what, right? So, like, I'm going to be getting, like, three or four hours of sleep either way because I live in Sufferville, USA. So I was like, I might as well go to a local coffee shop beforehand because I always do that on one weekend day. I'll go to the coffee shop beforehand. Okay. Get me and Shiloh a latte each and a muffin. And it's cute. It's great. Um, So I did that. So I'd at least have coffee in the morning because I'm out of creamer right now. So I can't on my cold brew. So... I digress. So I had a, oh what was it? It was like a white chocolate raspberry uh, iced mocha latte and a blueberry muffin. Shallow had a red velvet muffin with a honey, a honey vanilla latte. It sounds tasty. And I kind of, it's really tasty. And luckily um, they really didn't drink any of their lattes. So I'm going to drink it tomorrow. <laughs> so this works out uh, very well for me, actually.
0: What did you have for breakfast? I had an entire watermelon. This has been breakfast update. Damn it! <laughs> was it a very small watermelon? No. What? It was about the size of uh, two softballs smooshed together.
1: So that's not really. I, w- I was. I think like one and a half basketballs when I think watermelons. So when I say a very small watermelon, I would. I would. I would say the way you had is. Not, I would say a relatively small watermelon. Relatively small. So
0: it's large for the type of watermelon it is, which is Sugar Baby. Oh. It's a Sugar Baby watermelon. Funny. They're very sweet. Yeah. Uh, guess where it came from? Did you grow it? Did you grow it? Did you grow it? Here's the thing. Oh. It grew in my yard. <laughs> I didn't grow it. Whether it was supposed to or not. <laughs> it grew in my yard, but I didn't grow it because... The raised beds in back are currently under the purview of wasps, and I haven't been able to get back there to do anything with it. Right. But the other night, I went out there to try and spray the wasps if I could find the nest. Spoiler, I couldn't, but I found a watermelon that had grown all on its own. What the fuck? A little Miracle Watermelon. A little Miracle Watermelon. So I took it inside, and this morning I had it for breakfast. Well, that's a lie, not this morning. This afternoon I had it for breakfast.
1: <laughs> we appreciate honesty on this podcast.
0: Yeah, because I slept, I slept late, like I said. Fourteen
1: fucking hours, and still the audacity to be tired.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was my uh, little bit of a breakfast update.
1: I love that. That's so fun. For once, you had a story to go with it. I think that's great.
0: Yeah, in fact, and here's the fun part. I was actually sitting on this all day, waiting to, <laughs> waiting to drop because I was so excited. I finally have a, I finally have a tale to tell, as opposed to just sitting here like a fucking lump and be like, I had a bowl of cereal.
1: That's the bit though. You're you're the, what is it? It's the, oh, it's like the straight man, which is I feel like that's a curse word on this podcast. You're the straight man. Uh, I tell the I no, tell the tale.
0: No, I'm the straight them.
1: Straight person. My bad. No, no, that straight, was, straight least, them. Um, Straight them. Just straight them. <laughs> I'm the straight them. Yeah. I'm straight them. Straight them. I feel like, this is off topic, I feel like any relationship involving a non-binary person is inherently queer. doesn't matter who they're dating. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could see that. Especially, like, it, it, like depending on sort of, like, where they fall, like, within the binary, like... Personally, because like I know a lot of people like who are not binary would be like demi boy or demi girl or like you could be entirely a gender or gender queer. You're somewhere. You're, sometimes you're one or the other. I think that's so great. But shit, if you're dating one of these bitches, you're not. You're not really straight because you can't say you're dating like the opposite, quote unquote, gender. So sorry, you're you're a little bit gay now. It doesn't really matter, and I think that's delightful.
0: Or maybe the relationship is, but the person's still straight.
1: I would agree with that as in literally your case. Yes. <laughs> like one to one your case. <laughs>
0: oh, goodness. So, I dug around for a while yesterday.
1: Okay, looking for news or fun facts.
0: Looking for news. Okay. There's not a lot of good news. Everything no, there is, never is super huh? depressing. And like I did manage to find uh two things to talk about. Okay that aren't entirely you know unalive yourself depressing
1: yeah i feel like at this point we've been adding the disclaimer of well this week's news was really depressing so it's hard to find something to put on the podcast we've been adding that disclaimer for about two or three months straight so i feel like at this point it should just be a given because like we're fucked either way i think it's going to be more special when we have an abundance of good news to report on but at this point ah,
0: yeah that's it, true and- it, one of the articles I found uh isn't even like a breaking news thing. It's just talking right. about something that's been going on for a while. So, on that note, I guess uh here's the news. The first headline or article rather with its headline, a Tesla mystery. Why didn't auto braking stop these crashes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this isn't funny. That should not be funny to me. I just hate Elon Musk and Tesla so goddamn much.
0: Well, it gets better because apparently, over the past several years, uh, there's been a dozen or so crashes where Tesla vehicles traveling at a range of speeds have run into stationary police cars, fire trucks, ambulances, and other emergency vehicles, <sighs> injuring 17 people and killing. One, Which means fuck. there's a very good chance that person that died is the first fatality by AI.
1: Oh my God, you're right. That's crazy.
0: All Tesla vehicles apparently have this thing called Traffic Aware Cruise Control. Oh my God. And what it'll do is it'll check in front of it to see if there's anything in front of it that'll make it where it needs to stop. And if it needs to stop, it's supposed to stop.
1: How far ahead does it check?
0: Well, here's the thing. Uh, It's just not stopping. Oh. Like any distance.
1: Oh, great. It turns your fun little Elon machine into a fucking automated battering ram. And you, not God, not the police department can stop it from killing those cops. That is...
0: Apparently. A forward collision avoidance system is relatively crude. It's designed to answer one question. Is a frontal impact imminent? And respond to danger by sounding a warning and, if necessary, automatically triggering the braking system. Unlike Autopilot, which must be selected manually and is available only under some conditions, the Automatic Emergency Braking System runs by default. On all what Tesla vehicles. It's never off. It never what turns the off. Fuck? So this is something that's supposed to always be on.
1: The little death button is not possible to turn off. What the fuck?
0: Well no, that's the thing. It's supposed to always be on to stop you. But it's just not
1: bad. Oh my god. That sucks so much. I like how whenever those cars first came out, they were like, it's in beta. It's in beta. You still need to be safe. But it's been in beta for so long that I think that a lot of people just kind of forgot and just like have been acting as if it's as if it's not. I've seen so many like videos, like first person videos of people like driving Teslas, taking their hands off the wheel for a minute. And it starts to veer into a crosswalk where people are crossing like it's in the road and veers towards the people. What? What is this? I feel like he made them to kill people at this point.
0: Well, funny you should say that. Oh no. Because the automatic braking systems were first developed in the 1990s. This is before okay. Tesla, by the way. Okay. And they've been proven effective at preventing and reducing the severity of crashes. Mhm. The automatic braking systems can reduce the incident of front-end to rear crashes by 50% with Holy better shit. performance at low speeds and in good visibility conditions. It's a great technology, and there have been people for a while now that have been arguing that all vehicles should have it. Yeah. But it doesn't work on Teslas.
1: What? They just made a bad, incompatible car. (laughs) Yeah. So they had to make their own, but they made their own that sucks ass. Elon is so bad at what he does that it's funny.
0: Yeah. Much. It's
1: fucking comical, except it would be a little funnier if it hadn't literally killed someone. And like at this point, it's just like reckless endangerment. Oh my god, who let this man have this much power? Oh, that's right, no one did. It was just money, it and was I guess just inherited, Valley money. Tech yeah. well, no, it was inherited money, bros. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh no, it's inherited money because his dad owned an emerald mine in South Africa uh, yeah. during apartheid. Azalea
1: Banks, yeah, Azalea Banks called Elon um, apartheid Clyde. After um, he broke up with Grimes, which is a pretty uh, pretty good, it's a pretty fun name, I'll say. Pretty pretty apt rhyme, I would say. I would. Well, damn, that's a hell of a headline, huh?
0: That is a hell Shit. of a headline. Interesting fact that this article did bring up: mm-hmm. the rate of complaints about Tesla relative to the number of cards it has sold is more than three times that of other automakers. Also That's
1: embarrassing.
0: Tesla does not have a media relations department. It just has Elon Musk saying stuff.
1: <laughs> so he just has to tweet something out and then everyone who works for him is like, "Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Why would you why would you say that? Why would you admit to that? Like, holy shit. They, this one man is the only thing between the public and his stupid fucking company insane
0: alan kornhauser who had that's a hell of a name kornhauser Alain, alan kornhauser oh no i'm sorry elaine kornhauser who, ah. who heads the driverless car engineering program at princeton university has said teslas are running into stationary objects and they shouldn't be if the company's cars can't avoid crash scenes marked by flares or traffic cones how can you expect anything else they do with like, how can you trust anything else they do with autopilot?
1: Right. Like, they couldn't do the most basic fucking task.
0: That's been around since the 90s, mind you. So, like, that a 25-year-old so technology.
1: Which has worked really, really well. And reduced crashes by 50% in literally every other vehicle. Just doesn't work on Elon's bad car.
0: Nope. So boy, uh, what? A, yeah. What a little
1: clown man. What a stinky little clown boy. I hate that guy.
0: In tests, the Tesla Model S, X, and 3 scored superior grades for their forward collision avoidance systems, but they were only tested going 12 and 25 miles per hour.
1: Oh my god, which, you know, no neighborhoods except for fucking school zones do. Like, good, you're gonna go slow and not run over the children, but you're gonna run over the grown adults. Come on, man.
0: Meanwhile, they state that the automatic emergency braking system is designed to work at speeds from 3 to 90 miles per hour.
1: Mm, You didn't even test that. You don't get to advertise that.
0: Oh, they do. Yeah, I guess the moral of the story is uh, don't buy a Tesla.
1: Do not buy nor invest in Tesla.
0: In fact, if you see a Tesla on the road, run.
1: Actively avoid it, actually. (laughs) Get away. veer veer off the highway because you will have more success that way than you would (laughs) trying to drive next, God forbid, in front of that motherfucker. Yeah. You see... You you stop at one red light in front of that bad boy, and
0: you are doomed. Speaking of things that... Uh, I don't have a yeah, segue could, for this. I can't I do say,
1: it. You I pause like you're going to stew up, cook up a good, a good little segue, but you I, drop the ball.
0: I can't do it. I just can't do it, because this one also is kind of funny.
1: I, I'm very excited.
0: Uh, President Biden okay. has signed a law to expand health care for Havana Syndrome victims...
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! They all said their head felt funny. So now, so now we have to look at. Now we have to look into it because they said their head hurty. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!
0: For the listener that doesn't know about what Havana Syndrome is, uh, first off, I envy you. I, I, god damn! I, I I wish I could not know what it was and live in that world, but unfortunately. I'm going to break your illusion, and now you're going to hear about it. In 2016, members of the U.S. Embassy in Cuba claimed that they were getting headaches and feeling nauseous and kind of pukey, and decided that instead of the obvious answer of they were hungover, uh, this was obviously a weapon created by communists to make them feel hungover. (laughs) And they decided it was a microwave gun that had shot them. This is what they decided. This is the official stance of the U.S. State Department. Since then... There have been over a hundred something cases of Havana syndrome, heavy scare quotes I'm using here, by the way, reported around the world, not just in Havana, including recently on Vice President Kamala Harris's trip over to Vietnam. They were delayed by three hours because a couple of people in her party said they got Havana syndrome Uh, during that time china swooped in and told vietnam they were going to give them twice the number of vaccines that kamala harris was supposed to tell them that she was going to give them
1: oh my god that's too good
0: so this is a thing that like a lot of experts have looked at and decided it's psychosomatic it's not a real obviously. thing like that like obviously these people sure they probably are suffering but it's all in their head yeah but it's certainly not something that you should base any kind of policy around but by a
1: hundred other like illnesses mysterious illnesses that could fit those symptoms but they were like it's the commies because like of course they did right you're in cuba what else are you gonna do you have to tell your boss something and you can't say that you drank too much fireball last night well we are in cuba you know how those cubans like their syndrome guns
0: (laughs) their microwave guns (laughs) guns. so present because of all of this which is all just Keep in mind, started as an excuse for someone to get out of mentioning they were hungover. And
1: uh, whining and lying syndrome.
0: President Biden has said the U.S. is going to use full resources to discover what's ailing victims.
1: Cool. Um. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. A lot of poor people are dying. <laughs> hey jo- Hey, Joey. Hey, Sloppy Joe. <laughs> poor people are dying more than rich people have havana syndrome like what what oh my god this sounds like something out of like a shitty sitcom remember that episode where i was like who is writing the sitcom of earth you're being really heavy-handed and lazy right now i'm feeling like that again i'm like this is just this is just silly yep this is camp at this point
0: the Havana Act authorizes the CIA Director As Secretary of State to provide affected Employees with financial support For brain injuries
1: Fuck them, but I need to start Lying more on the internet
0: God They're claiming their made up disease Causes brain injuries
1: Oof, ouch, brain hurty. $100,000 please What? What?
0: Seriously, like we should all start saying We've got Havana Syndrome if that's what it takes to get Universal health care
1: and then how are they going to diagnose it they can't say they can't say that we don't that's our second red scare everyone starts saying that they have Havana Syndrome and then they're like well who are the people with the secret microwave guns and then that's what you're on the hunt for I'm actually just kind of predicting that I feel like something along those lines is going to happen because too many people are going to start claiming it and then they realize that for every case of Havana Syndrome there's a commie with a microwave gun based on their hypothesis <laughs> so you have to start finding the fake commies at some
0: point for far too long, US public servants and their loved ones who've suffered from directed energy attacks have been denied oh the God. care they need and deserve. That's unacceptable, oh oh said Senator Jean Shaheen, Democrat in New Hampshire, one of the law's co-authors who has advocated for the victims for years. Okay, directed energy attacks. Hey Jean Hey, hey Jean Shaheen.
1: The D- democrat from new hampshire are you no i was about to say listen i was about to make a little joke like are you on drugs then i was like he's a senator he is 100 percent. he absolutely is i think it's she they are having oh she my bad they have highbrow cocaine over there they i would i would like even a whiff of what they've got going over in the senate chamber
0: stevie god damn i am i am shocked and dismayed by your attitude toward these fine americans who according to gene shaheen by removing barriers to critical medical attention and paving the way for personnel with brain injuries they can help them recover
1: did they pay you off with senate snow
0: god i wish Did they
1: pay you off with the motherfucking (laughs) senate snow god i wish i can't
0: believe this shit uh american diplomats spies and other officials have reported strange experiences they're taking the word of spies spies it specifies spies they're saying
1: that are our, our spies American spies
0: yeah American spies are having these horrible symptoms that include headaches, dizziness cognitive difficulties, tinnitus vertigo, trouble with seeing, hearing, or balancing babe, babe, babe that, that, that's a hangover that's just a hangover
1: also, also, that's everything. The first Avant syndrome was like three symptoms. We're just kind of slowly tacking them on until it's um, all of them. Any any negative emotion or physical feeling, that's the commies. That
0: is comically stupid. Oh uh, goodness. So yeah, yeah. So good news. Healthcare has been expanded, but
1: for the wrong people, maybe for the wrong causes. For the
0: for only for people with traumatic brain injuries from an imaginary disease. Unrelated, there's a movie called Waxwork that came out in 1988. It's a comedy horror movie that's apparently uh, free right now on Voodoo.
1: That sounds really familiar. I'm thinking about watching it after this. Is it going to be evil wax mannequins or something?
0: Uh, I don't quite know, but it's got David Warner, who's a great actor that I love. He's one of those Shakespearean actors who gets put in a lot of b type stuff.
1: That's so good. Yeah. I really enjoy that. I'm like, you shouldn't be here. Go home, my friend.
0: Please. You're classy. What are you doing in this movie? But right. appara- there's a scene in this movie where a, dr- a vampire turns into a bat, which is then somebody grabs it out of midair and then shoots, <gasps> then shoots the <gasps> bat in the face with a revolver. And uh, I just want to watch that. <laughs> I want to, I want to watch that happen. That, God, that brings me so much joy. In fact,
1: if my Halloween doesn't go down like that. I'm quitting. I'm quitting Halloween. In
0: fact, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm going to send you a link to a tweet that has a gif showing that clip.
1: Oh. Oh. Oh, you just grab. Oh. <laughs> 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 it happened so fast. Yep. Yeah. Ha- that was teamwork too. They, uh, the one guy fucking just like immediately. Wow. Whole head gone. Wow. Oh, that's uh, that's pretty quick, you know. I mean, they do say that like decapitating vampires is the way to go, and by God, they did it.
0: Exactly. It sounds like honestly, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like mm-hmm. they listened to our last episode and they took it to heart, mm-hmm. and they realized, mm-hmm. you know, we could try burying this guy upside down in his coffin, but that's stupid. Let's just we
1: could do some of this easier.
0: Let's just shoot the bat in the face. <laughs> <laughs> problem solved.
1: I keep seeing too much vampire media who focuses too much on the sexy part and not enough on the, they can turn into fucking bats if they want. I think that that is a really, really underutilized uh, uh action. They usually use it for, like, what, transportation and, like, crawling through windows and shit. Yeah. No, I would, like, I would like a vampire road trip movie, please, where they're just traveling by bat, and they're all riding together, but they have to stop during the day, and then they have to hole up in, like, I don't know, a birdhouse or something, and you know the kinds of people who live in birdhouses. I think that'd be delightful and campy and very good. You should write that. No, you're right. I'll have to listen to this episode back later, because I feel very... I don't I don't know if I'm going to remember the details.
0: Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Well, you you know what uh, might help you with get some details about monsters? Okay, hit me. The segment that we have. I don't know Uh, if you're ready for it. No. Are you ready? You better buckle up, Stevie, because we're about to enter the Monster Zone. It's the Monster Zone. (laughs) The Monster Zone.
1: The Monster Zone. I don't remember how that jingle goes, but I remember liking it a lot. I'm making up my own fake jingles for this episode, and you have to use them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Stevie. (laughs) So uh, last time we did the Monster Zone, we talked about vampires, but this time I was thinking to myself, you know what? What's a monster that doesn't get a lot of coverage these days? And you know what I settled Mm. on? What would you settle on? Mummies.
1: The good old old shit paper boys themselves. I feel like I'm stereotyping. I shouldn't say that.
0: You really shouldn't. There's a bunch of different kinds of mummies. And there's a lot of there's okay. a lot of facts about mummies. In fact, uh in this article, there's fifty facts about mummies. An inordinate number of
1: facts about so mummies. So
0: many mummy facts, and I probably won't read all of them.
1: I'm assuming that Spirit Halloween is not the author of this one because we know about how extensive their coverage was <laughs> last go round.
0: <laughs> yeah, this isn't this isn't Spirit Halloween. This is from factretriever.com.
1: I trust them. I we, hey hey internet.
0: Where'd they retrieve them from? does it say, but you know what? Each one of these facts is footnoted.
1: What the fuck? They, sour- They like, add your sources? MLA, APA, Chicago?
0: Well, they footnoted them. Let's see if I can click on the footnote to see if it'll... Nope, not let me click on it. Footnotes might be busted. Oh. How old is the site? Well, this is from December of 2017.
1: Oh, so they're just bullshitting.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I hope these are the worst facts I've ever heard in my
0: entire goddamn life. Well, I'll let you be the judge of that, because fact number one, in ancient Egypt mummification, onions were sometimes used to fill the body cavity, often serving as false eyes.
1: Y'all got onions for eyes?
0: They just stuffed them full of onions.
1: <laughs> you just passed on the yoink guy's your eyes to put in Vidalia onions instead, are you fucking with me? You know that is a mummy fact I would not have expected, uh, nor am able to corroborate. So you know, fact retrievers doing pretty good so far. I really have no idea if they're bullshitting me or not.
0: They could be making this. They could totally be making it up. No, fact number two: Egyptians used vast amounts of linen to mummify a body. The linen on one mummy from the Eleventh Dynasty measured over nine thousand feet, and was Holy enough. Shit. And was enough linen to cover three tennis courts.
1: That's a lot of fucking linen. What? Yeah, I actually really appreciate the comparison because otherwise I cannot conceptualize large numbers. Um, so it's actually really helpful. On one boy, on one guy. Now, how many layers of goddamn linen are they doing?
0: Uh, I guess all of them. I don't know. That's a thick ass mummy. They just rolled it into a giant mummy ball. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say this is like the BBL effect on a fucking mummy, right? I love it. You love to see it. She just got the surgery done.
0: <laughs> so, uh, fact number 3, King Ramses the 2nd is the first mummy to receive a passport. What? They gave the mummy a passport so that whenever he goes to different museums around the world. Uh, by the way, his occupation's listed as king.
1: Okay, okay. Sure.
0: I feel like that's more of just a, a silly little goof. Not a yeah, it not a serious. Is. Not a serious.
1: that's very cute, that's extremely cute. I wonder who started that.
0: um this one feels like they're 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 kind of making shit up during mummification okay. in ancient Egypt. Internal organs were removed through a long incision on the left side of the body. Okay, I'm with you there. The priest who made the incision was known as the slicer or ripper up
1: full y'all are full of shit yeah that's y'all are full of shit.
0: that feels where'd like you get the
1: records for that? Where'd you get the fucking records for that
0: yeah that that feels like bullshit. No.
1: What 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 fact is that? Number four, they're this like we like just started and they're already making stuff up.
0: Well, number five, I know for I know is true. Okay. Mummies were in high demand as medicine during the Middle Ages. Peop- You're fucking with me. Europeans would boil mummies and use the oils huh. to treat bruising, stomach aches, and a myriad of other ailments.
1: Stuff that just goes away on its own. Y'all are boiling corpses and putting dead boy oil on your fucking bruises.
0: More than that, they also ground up mummies to make pigment for paint. What? And a lot of Renaissance paintings have a shade of brown called mummy brown that was made so, from mummies.
1: So y'all didn't have enough fucking uh, bark, <laughs> muds, stones, clay, anything but a a a human being a real i was gonna say real life human being a real actually dead human being you know given how superstitious they were about like i don't know everything you think they really would have been kind of yucked out by the idea of putting mummies in their fucking paint and drinking it straight but you know
0: not to mention uh do you know what that qualifies as Cannibalism. cannibalism
1: cannibalism 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 well did they actually consume it for like the some of those ailments like the, the stummy one did they oh, yeah. have to drink it oh yeah gross nasty
0: yeah moving on the most popular mummy in the world guess who it is oh, i was
1: gonna say nosferatu that is not the answer is... Im- uh, Im- the, 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 the mummy from the mummy
0: no fuck vladimir lenin Whose body is on display in the red square.
1: I forgot about
0: that.
1: He doesn't feel... That doesn't feel like he should count. There, I said it. He's a mummy. He's not an authentic... They mummified him. He's not an authentic, original mummy, in my humble humble archaeological opinion.
0: What? Are you thinking just Egyptians do mummies? Like, all sorts of cultures do mummies.
1: No, that's fair. I don't know why I didn't think Russians would. Is he the only... Uh, no, I can't ask that. I was going to say, is he, the, is he the only Russian mummy? How are you going to answer that? Yeah, how, how would you gonna... know the fucking, how would you know the goddamn, what, you're just going to dig and check? Shut up. Shut the fuck up.
0: But yeah, so he's the most popular mummy in the world. And by the way, I think I'm going to do the Red Army chorus drop right there just before I say <laughs> it.
1: Ba, bee, boom, ba. I used that on TikTok <laughs> recently um, and nobody in the comments noticed, which I'm deeply upset about because it was a really funny joke. Uh, but what can you do?
0: What can you do? not everyone on tiktok is cultured nope canopic jars were used to store a mummy's internal organs are named after the egyptian god canopus and canopus is also a town in the nile delta region
1: welcome to my hometown little jar full of guts
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Ew. so what kind of local delicacy are you guys famous for oh you know jars of guts
1: Oh, you know.
0: <laughs> guts jars.
1: Guts and jars. That's so fucking spooky. I love that for them. Although I guess guts and jars wouldn't have been that big a deal of cannibalism ended up being common later on. So, I mean, you know, what can you do?
0: Well, the Egyptians weren't the ones eating the mummies. It was the Europeans.
1: True. True yeah you know and white people had that whole thing about like oh my god these these foreign tribes the aztecs are eating people and then it's like hey Bay, hey bae did you
0: forget do you know why why because queen isabella of spain said it was legal to enslave someone as long as they were a cannibal so all the explorers <gasps> just started lying and saying that they were all cannibals What the fuck? Yeah. That's the only reason that stereotype of oh they're cannibals it came into existence. Cannibalism
1: is such a specific that's she's like only cannibals are the worst of the worst. Meanwhile no one else. Meanwhile, they're using
0: boiled mummies on shit at the time. At the same time, contemporary with
1: (laughs) And like we are so humane. The Lord loves us and not them. And it's like you're eating a dead body my love my darling come on come on grow up you know yep. stop come on grow up stop eat your vegetables stop eating dead people you know it's it's time to start it's time to start maturing a little bit
0: and already if you think about it this monster zone is way more graphic than the last one
1: oh very much so the last one was kind of fun this one's you know, how had a surprising amount of cannibalism. Uh, I knew the topic you were going for. I didn't really think there'd be this much cannibal talk, but...
0: Right for a non-zombie topic. A lot of cannibalism.
1: Damn, you're right. Zombies are the ones known for cannibalism.
0: Yeah. In ancient Egypt, a goddess named Meretseger, who took the form of a cobra, was said to... Per- per- I'm going to try that again.
1: Yeah, give it give another go.
0: I'm going to pretend I can actually read. It's true. In ancient Egypt, a goddess named Meretseger, who took the form of a cobra, cobra? took the form of a cobra, was said to pre- Took the form of a boba. Took the form of a boba, was said to protect the <laughs> Valley of Kings. According to legend, she would blind or poison any robbers who tampered with the tombs.
1: So So that's just an area where snakes naturally lived.
0: A lot of snakes so, there. Yeah
1: just a lot of fucking snakes there and they're like oh thank god the goddess got these grave robbers and the cobra's like mmm mmm delicious thank you for
0: dinner like you know honestly if i were to bury myself somewhere and i didn't want to get my tomb robbed yeah i'm gonna pick the snake pit
1: yeah i'll I'll put some fucking snakes outside also also quick question you probably won't know the answer because i don't either and we're not snakeologists uh, Herpetology. It, Herpetology. Um, I remember that I read series of unfortunate events as a child, uh, and so I thought that based on like the first book that I would remember, uh, I didn't. But I digress. Nope. Second book. My bad. Um, the Wide Window uh, by Lemony Snicket. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? Herpetology. Snakeologist. Ah! If a cobra poisons something with its own venom, is it able to eat it after killing it that way? Because is it able to ingest its own poison and still be safe?
0: I assume so.
1: That's crazy to me. Like you've got like special you only you only poison. Um, but it won't kill you because it's the you. I do wonder if that means antidote could also be made out of the same creature. But now yes. I am just into speculation.
0: It yes. Is? That's how they make anti venom. F-
1: oh what the fuck? Hey, I was right. Uh, I wish I kind of worked backwards on that one since I already knew <laughs> the anti venom existed.
0: So uh during mummification ancient egyptians removed all internal organs except the heart they believed that a person was judged by their heart and it was often protected by a powerful amulet called the heart scarab
1: that's actually extremely tender and i think that's really adorable
0: you know you know how they would be judged in the afterlife anubis would take their heart and put it on a scale on one side and they put an ostrich feather on the other side of the scale and if oh. your heart was heavier than an ostrich feather you were it was then thrown and you were thrown to like alligators to eat you
1: I have heard that before I couldn't remember what ty- like what went on the other side I think I thought it was like a full bird or something just the feather Well appara- just the feather
0: Apparently it's a heavy feather Oh so you got a hey, decent chance note?
1: um a lot of people want to fuck Anubis. Like he's obviously a furry and like everyone wants to fuck Anubis. Of course. Just thought I'd toss that fun fact in there.
0: Do you know what the uh the oldest well preserved mummy in Europe was?
1: No. Is it a famous one?
0: Oh yeah, real famous. The Iceman. Who was preserved Oh shit. Who was preserved on a glacier in the Alps for over five thousand three hundred years. Is he considered a mummy? Yes, because mummification is the... It's not something that has to specifically be done by humans. Sometimes it just happens to a body just based on, like, you accidentally get freeze-dried on a glacier.
1: Yeah. Holy shit. I remember learning about that shit in, like, seventh grade. Blew my mind. I love it.
0: Oh, this fact kind of makes me sad.
1: I remember the facts also making me sad, to be fair, if it's about the Iceman, but... It's not... Oh, you don't have to read it, but I'm, I'm gonna interested.
0: read it. Damn it. Toot in Common was the only royal mummy discovered with all of its priceless treasures intact. Damn. You know why that makes me sad?
1: Huh. Because the
0: British immediately stole them all.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, but they. <laughs> like, my first thought was, like, it w- okay, it was discovered with those intact, but, like, what happened after the discovery? Did they close the tomb back up and leave him be? Nope. No? Oh, yeah, they never do. They never do.
0: They took it all back to London. God damn. Fuck these guys. Uh, on the bright side, speaking of tomb raiding, tomb raiders mm. in ancient Egypt suffered a terrible death if they were caught. First, oh. they would have the soles of their feet beaten, and then they would be publicly impaled on a sharp wooden stake. Oh, what's the
1: deal with the feet thing?
0: I mean, that hurts.
1: Is that not, like, symbolic in some way? I feel like it's like so. like, may your walk in the afterlife be painful or something like that. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. I think it probably just that hurts. Is, you know, I that never occurred to me to beat that part of a body. Um, although, I don't really ponder beating too much. So, you know, I guess I wouldn't. I'm not a connoisseur. <laughs> uh,
0: mummies are not just from Egypt. They come from all around the world and have been found on every continent. All of them? Which makes me wonder, including Antarctica, because I haven't heard of an Antarctic mummy. Because
1: that sounds baller. That sounds like something they'd make a documentary about. Oh, yeah. Tell me about the Antarctic monkey. I want to know about the ones that were like in... Oh, it was continent, not country. I want to know about the ones in North America. Who was it? Where was it? I want to know.
0: Well, maybe they'll list it in the facts further down here. Uh, Over one million mummies have been found in Egypt. Mostly cats.
1: Ah, oh, that's so cute. They valued their kitties so much that they mummified them like people. Because they had a high position and they were important. Good luck and of the gods and all that. That's the cutest shit I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. So it's just a shit ton of cat ghosts walking <gasps>
0: around Egypt. Oh, I get to answer your question sooner than I thought. Ah, huh? tell me. The Spirit Cave Mummy is the oldest mummy found in North America. It was unearthed in 1940 in Nevada. The naturally preserved 10,600-year-old man was shrouded in woven reed mats and a rabbit-skin <gasps> blanket.
1: Oh, my God. That's really cute. They put him in a little blanket. hmm Oh, that's so cute. I'm like, oh, I love the way they wrapped that dead body. That's adorable. But
0: 10,600 years old, which means... That's a lot of years. ...around the same time that mummies in Egypt were being made just on the other side of the planet.
1: That's so cool. That's the coolest shit I've ever heard. I love coincidences like that.
0: Hey, do you know where the word mummy comes from? No. It comes from the Persian word mum, which means both wax and embalming substance bitumen. Huh. Yeah. Bitumen. Cool. A new species... A new species of wasp was discovered in Ecuador. Has been dubbed mummy wasps, because they wrap up their prey like mummies and then lay eggs Ew. in them.
1: Ew! Ah, e. <laughs> no, hard no, baby. Knock that one out of the ballpark. I never want to see it ever again. Wow, that sucked. Wish I hadn't said
0: that. Well, just don't go to Ecuador. I f-
1: I surely do not intend to now. Thank God it wasn't on my bucket list. Just scratch
0: it that off your list of places to go. Ecuador. No. Mummy Ecuador. wasps. Bad wasps.
1: Egg wasps.
0: Uh, so apparently mummies are divided into two different categories. You've got okay. anthropogenic, which is made by people, or spontaneous, oh. which like is just, natural just kinda happens.
1: Absolutely raw-dogging the mummy.
0: Exactly. Raw-dogging the mummy. I will never say that again. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> the difference is that anthropogenic mummies are deliberately made, while spontaneous mummies are created unintentionally from natural conditions. Yeah, I just said that. Thank you. Et cetera, yeah. Yeah. Egyptians saw mummification as an important step to attaining a happy afterlife.
1: Oh, I wonder why. I do wonder why.
0: Uh don't know. Well, they. I actually if I remember correctly, they did believe in the physical reincarnation, like your body would okay. be resurrected, not just your soul.
1: Okay, so you gotta keep it safe. That makes sense. Yeah. Word.
0: Uh the Egyptians were not the first people to practice mummification. Mm. Nearly two thousand years before them, the Chinchoro people in South America were already mummifying their dead. They mummified wow. all of their dead, including babies and fetuses.
1: Wow. Even- wow, that's interesting. Do you think the Egyptians – do you think the reason Egyptians are, like, more well-known by mummies is because those were discovered earlier? Yeah, that's my bet. By, by like, white explorers, like, you know. Yeah. Um, That makes sense. Interesting.
0: They were also, again, used to make paint and medicine.
1: It's gross. We don't have – They don't have any more mummies to discover in Europe because they fucking ate them all. (laughs) They painted them all away. No more dead. That's composting, baby.
0: Uh, scientists discovered approximately 200 mummies in the middle of a Chinese desert. The scientists are are unsure why the mummies had European features and why they were buried in a cemetery with abundant phallic and vulva symbols.
1: Okay, 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 okay. Is that a desert sex cult? I
0: mean... Could is be. that a
1: desert se- Is that a desert suicide sex cult? What's happening? What's going on? What? So either these graves were f- vandalized to hell and back, which means they had enemies, which is already fascinating, or it's a much raunchier gorier tale.
0: Who knows? They don't know. But uh oh, in 1994, God. speaking of scientists, Two uh-huh. scientists successfully used Egyptian methods of mummification on a guy who died of a heart attack. According to them, their goal was not to create a mummy, but to create knowledge.
1: Shut up! You mummified a guy! You made a mummy. You still That's created so a pretentious. mummy. Oh, yeah. That's so fucking pretentious. Just making an excuse for doing science on a dead body. Hey.
0: In ancient Egypt, embalmers were seen both as doctors and as members of the priest class.
1: I have heard that before. That's really interesting. I guess it makes sense because, like, they're literally assisting people in, like, a traveling to the afterlife. Ooh, what's that face? What's that face? Mike is making a face.
0: Okay, so this doesn't quite answer my if or were they found in the Antarctica because this just says Arctic, so I guess North Pole. But okay. the frozen bodies of sailors from Sir John oh. Franklin's 1845 Arctic expedition were so well preserved that scientists were able to perform post-mortems. The examinations what? revealed that the crew had suffered from lead poisoning, most likely from their canned food, which caused substantial mental and physical decline. Holy shit.
1: Wow, that is a really cool story. I know that's like sad because people died and stuff, but I think that's cool.
0: Yeah. God damn. And we Bitches just
1: got lead poisoning back then.
0: I mean, come on, lead poisoning is still around now. I mean, leaded gasoline right was a thing up until the mid-70s.
1: That's true. I always wonder why we have an unleaded option when I've never known of a leaded option. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why. I always kind of wondered. Wow. Which also
0: explains why boomers are so crazy.
1: Don't do them. I know. We've had this conversation, but not on the podcast, though. Not in the Feel podcast. Feel free to explain if you'd like to, but...
0: Uh, okay, but basically for the listeners, uh, I have a theory that lead poisoning is a large part of the reason why boomers are the way that they are, because they had leaded gasoline for most of their life including while their little brains were developing and that's why they're so prone to making judgments based on fear and anger
1: you know baby boomers they just can't help but have a cup of their leaded gasoline in the mornings really gets their day going
0: don't talk to me until I've had my leaded gasoline
1: (laughs) I want a really hokey sign or like a t-shirt with that on it (laughs) When I can hang over the breakfast dining table. When I can... Shit. When I can... Oh, my God. When I can hang over the dining table. What's that face? Another very astonished face.
0: The ancient Egyptian pharaoh Tutankhamen was buried with a mummified erect penis. Oh! And without a heart in order to make him appear like the god Osiris. So, apparently, the god Osiris just whops around with a chud. A chub.
1: There's a lot going on there. At first, I was, I was thinking, like, this guy died horny as shit. But then they're like, no, we just want him to look like our god, who is always horny as shit. And they just kind of accepted that as a natural part of his nature. Hey, this is who? Osiris?
0: Apparently, Osiris uh, walks around with a chub.
1: Damn, well, now I have to Google, what? why did Osiris have his dick out? Why did he? What was he, the god of again? The sun?
0: Osiris? Oh, I... Uh, Osiris? I, I don't remember. Uh, hold on. Let me... let me. All right, boys. Is he the god of yeah. the dead? Osiris is the not god the of news. fertility, agriculture, the afterlife, the dead, resurrection, life, and vegetation.
1: Uh, I think Seth is the one of the sun. Or I might just be bullshitting again. I didn't pay attention to the Greek version of Percy Jackson. Uh, I can't... I see... I'm, not the Greek. Fuck. I didn't pay so much attention to the... Um, Greek... Fuck. I didn't pay so much attention to the Egyptian version of the Percy Jackson series. Want to say it was called the Cain Chronicles? Something like that? I can't remember, because mm-hmm. once again, I really didn't like him as much. Um, That's a shame. But, but I did memorize like, most of the Greek gods when I was 12. Definite fixation going on there.
0: Yeah, fertility gods, so of course they're gonna give him a chub.
1: Right, so of course he's gotta have his dick out. Also, there's a myth about it's like the resurrection of Osiris, mm-hmm. which I've read this before, totally forgot about. Um, the His... Okay, he was tricked and killed by Seth. He was dismembered. It's up to his wife, Isis, to recover all the pieces and bring him back to life. Um, And the piece she can't recover uh, is his his penis because it had been eaten by certain impious fishes.
0: (laughs) Damn those impious fishes.
1: Damn those atheist fishes.
0: (laughs) Not even atheist, just impious, meaning they could have believed in gods, but just like...
1: Really hated the guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, like anti-theist fishes.
1: Here to start a fight, fishes eating Osiris's whole dick, fishes.
0: Fishes that woke up and decided today they would choose violence.
1: Today, we will eat Osiris's penis. Uh, A papyrus. We've got a lot of really killer potential episode titles in this one. We really do.
0: <laughs> Just going to call this episode Osiris's dick. <laughs> I'm not. A papyrus used to make an ancient mummy mask may be the oldest known copy of a gospel, specifically the oh. Gospel of Mark. It dates very cool. It dates to around 90 A.D., which is decades earlier than any previously discovered gospel text.
1: That is, huh? They used it as a mask.
0: A mask on a mummy.
1: That's kind of that's kind of heebie-jeebies, isn't it? That's cool. I mean, right? They made it so creepy. Made
0: a death mask out of a gospel.
1: Right, like. Wrap the fucking mummy in pages of the Bible. Incredible.
0: Ancient Egyptian embalmers rubbed various oils and resins on the corpse, most likely to prevent insects from consuming the body and to mask the smell.
1: Uh, yeah, God put a little little Victoria's Secret perfume on there and make him a little less stanky. The bugs really hate uh, the beautiful day scent from Bath and Body Works. Oh, you okay? What's the little puppy dog eyes faced for?
0: Also known as Sleeping Beauty. Two year old Rosalia Lombardo is one of the most famous child mummies and is the most oh. famous mummy in the Sicilian catacombs. Her father had her embalmed when she died of pneumonia in nineteen twenty.
1: Oh, that is heartbreaking. Nineteen twenty, wow.
0: And they included a picture.
1: Oh no. It's sad. That's so sad. Yeah. Two years old. God damn.
0: Yeah. That's horrible. That is awful.
1: Fuck, back in the 1920s, you could just die of pneumonia.
0: Die of mononi- pneumonia Shit. now, but, like, got a you better can. chance. Yeah,
1: that's true.
0: Shit. So, uh, speaking of the whole cannibalism thing and doing awful things to mummies. Uh-huh. King Charles II believed that mummy dust contributed to his greatness, so he would constantly <laughs> rub it on his skin. Ew. Just rubbing himself in mummies.
1: Ew! Ew! Ew, that's gross. Also, I feel like that is... A wiser man could probably parse some symbolism between a king rubbing his body with the powder of dead people every day. But I'm not that man, but we can see some pretty heavy-handed symbolism there. Damn you, sitcom writers.
0: Egyptians began making mummies around 3400 B.C. Around 2600 B.C., they realized that removing the body's internal organs helped slow the decomposition process. Okay. So, at first, they just left the organs in, but then later on, they're like, let's get the organs out.
1: They started double-checking the mummies after a while, and they were like, ew, he got really nasty and gross and slimy. We should probably try taking out the innards. We should should try turning the inside outside, because this guy's looking a little nasty, and now we can see the inside, and it's all just gross.
0: And here's actually... They started at 3400 BC, Uh so that's roughly... What, 5,000 years ago?
1: I'm not good at math, sure. Like, 5,000-ish years ago,
0: 5,500 years ago, give or take.
1: I see what you're saying. Yes, I see what you're saying.
0: Which means that other mummy that was 10,600 years old was...
1: Even older.
0: Yeah, which means that mummy is as far away from the first Egyptian (gasps) mummy as we are from the first Egyptian mummy.
1: That's batshit, love. Absolutely insane.
0: Yeah, that's a crazy mummy fact for you.
1: And you were like, "Yeah, no, ten thousand years ago, that was actually about at the exact same time as the Egyptian mummies."
0: <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. I did my math wrong, and then they fixed me on the math. Did overshoot still, it a little? I did but it's overshoot. Fun to learn this. So, uh, I'm not sure if this counts as a mummy fact, but the Ramsay brand condom is named oh, after Pharaoh Ramses II, who fathered more than 160 kids
1: oh my god you know i really wouldn't have expected that What?
0: Well, that's well i mean genghis khan fathered thousands that's for
1: well i was gonna say for pretty bad reasons and i was like no pretty much all of that if you have that many kids it's for bad it's for reasons. bad reasons
0: you just get yeah you get you have more than it's for bad reasons yeah honestly my feeling is you're... if you have more than like five kids it's for bad reasons
1: it is for bad reasons five is pushing it i'll say it
0: five is pushing it i agree
1: we come from a five-sibling family. <laughs> we're like, five is getting pretty close to just too much. <laughs> oh,
0: goodness. So, yeah, that's uh, the best of the mummy facts of the 50 mummy facts that we have on here.
1: Those are really delightful mummy facts. Those were actually extremely fun and very good. Oh! Sh- but there was, again, a more blood and guts and cannibalism than expected, but they are dead bodies. so This
0: is true. One more mummy fact I forgot to mention. The 1999 movie, The Mummy... Have you seen the it? The
1: mummy. Yes, you showed it to me and it's so goddamn good. Bisexual movie. That's a bisexual movie.
0: Yes, it is. There I said it. They used real <laughs> they used real grasshoppers. What? When they filmed it, they used real grasshoppers for the locusts, but first they refrigerated them so they'd be slow and easier to film. Oh.
1: <gasps> that is very smart. Practical effects never fail to astonish me. So that's cool as hell. Yeah. Also horrifying.
0: Fun little fact there. So, this has been uh, the Monster Zone.
1: Monster zone. Like zone. Monster Zone. That's the one. I liked it a lot. That was why. Monster Zone. Yeah.
0: I think we've just about hit our time.
1: We didn't even get to take a quiz. We had so many goddamn mummy facts, but I can't complain because I do like mummy facts at the same time. And we did also do This Week in Transit. In the cold open. So, you know, we got him in there, I think.
0: Yeah, we, we, got, we got a lot in, I think. A I think ton he did. A lot of stuff. So, uh, <laughs> since we're at the end of the episode, and this is a freebie episode, Stevie, where can people find you? <laughs>
1: Oh, if it's a freebie... Oh, I'm dumb. I got it mixed up Page. Okay, my bad. Um, you can go to cvb.com, That's steviebea.com. It has all my links over there. That has just about everything you need from me, especially uh, Twitch and TikTok is where I do most of my shit, but I would like to remind you that I am also on Cameo, so you can put words in my mouth, like a silly little puppet boy. Um, and also, I'm starting a new series over on my TikTok called Cards Against Heter... Wait, shit. I'm starting a new series over on my TikTok page, which is called Cardi... Uh, Cards Against Heterosexuality um, because Cards Against Humanity is racist and I wanted to make it more gay. I'm just doing a parody now and it's really fun. And my followers are extremely funny, so I'm getting submissions from them. So if you want to take part, shit, so if you want to take part, come on over to TikTok. I love you. Micah, where can the people find you?
0: I'm glad you asked. People can find me over on uh, Twitter at mxmaxwellmusic or you can listen to that music on Bandcamp At mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com You can also hear my album, The Pitch, on Spotify. Yeah! So, yeah, go and check all those out.
1: Also, we also have... We have a Patreon. uh, I was going to say, we have a semi-active Twitter account.
0: Oh, we do have a semi-active Twitter account. Why don't you talk about that first?
1: Uh, The the username is uh, at gender underscore swap underscore pod, uh, and that's where we post links to important shit that we talked about in the episode, um, and I'll post links to the quizzes that uh, I thought I did that week. Nice. And any fan art we get, so it's delightful.
0: We also have a Patreon. We do. Where for a mere $3 per month, if you decide you want to hear more of our wonderful podcast. You can sign up and get a podcast every other week. So on the off weeks that we don't post the live feed, we do post the Patreon feed. So you're getting twice the content for only $3.
1: So every single week of your miserable, miserable life that we all live together, you can get our sweet dulcet tones uh, to just sort of take the edge off a little bit. Trying to quit vaping? Subscribe to our Patreon. Just listen to Jeter Shop whenever whenever the craving hits. Uh, You will be boosting our listens by a lot if I know anything about nicotine addiction.
0: We should probably mention that we can't guarantee it'll do anything for you.
1: But oh yeah, no, I, I just like made that up. But it I'm might. Sorry. I feel like I'm utilizing people's addictions against them, but I'm suffering too, so you know we're the same.
0: But you know, I mean, it could help you uh, may- may- maybe distract you, possibly
1: distract you until you memorize the episode, and then you'll get really tired of our jokes at that point, and that'll make you start smoking again.
0: Don't tell them that. <laughs>
1: Well, by the time I finish that that story, I mean we're back where we started, so net zero. Yeah. No no harm, no foul.
0: So before we neutralize anything else that we've said, I think we should go ahead and say uh bye. Bye.